This is Justin Michael Williams, and welcome to the Kingdom Podcast. This is for everyone. All beliefs are welcome here. And so it doesn't matter if you call it God, spirit, the universe, crystal, science, or unicorns. You are welcome here. This is our moment to connect to something greater. This is our moment to remember how powerful we really are. Welcome to the kingdom. We begin each session with a prayer. Let's begin. God, Spirit, Universe, all that is, all that ever has been, all that ever will be, we thank you. Thank you for bringing us together in the spirit of unity, in the spirit of overcoming, in the spirit of the winds of change. Thank you for allowing us and may you bring us together in this moment to remember that we are more alike than we are different. Thank you for our health. Thank you for our connection, our internet, all the things and all the people behind the scenes from all the different companies that make it even possible to put this moment together that we'll never know and never see. Thank you for the wisdom and intelligence that comes through them and through all of us to make this one moment right here where we are all manifested together possible. And we know that resignation is the opposite of possibility. And here at the kingdom, in the name of the universe and spirit and God, and by all the names that force goes by, we believe in possibility. This is your moment now for your personal prayer. 60 seconds to welcome in whatever you need. What is your intention? What are you calling forth into your life right now? What is that purpose that you're stepping into for your own life? Call it in. God, spirit, universe, all that is, all that ever has been and all that ever will be, we thank you. Please protect this community, please clear any unintentional or intentional harm that is done and may it be used for transformation now in this moment and throughout the rest of our days. We are so grateful. May the words that are spoken here today by each and all of us be used for the benefit of all. So it is. Ashe, Aho, Salam, Amen, Shalom, Satnam, Om. Thank you. You know, <clears throat> I've been uh, and when I was meditating this morning, I've been I've been having this song playing in my head over and over by someone named Donna Delory. Donna Delory. 
and uh, she's amazing. And I, I, I had had one of her songs on here, probably in our first or second session. And the words are just so beautiful. I was, I was having them ring in my mind in my meditation this morning as I was sitting outside at the beach here in Mexico and, and just saying the words of her song are, Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true. With thanksgiving, I'll be a living sanctuary for you. And so who is that you? Who are we being a sanctuary for? Who are we growing for? Because what we say here always, you hear me say is, what doesn't heal repeats. And so who are you healing for? Obviously yourself. But as we heal, many of you in the liberation experience know this, right? We're healing generations forward and backwards. We're healing and crying the tears that our ancestors didn't have permission to cry. We're weaving it all together right here, right now. And so that song, Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true. With thanksgiving, I'll be living sanctuary for you. I'll be a living sanctuary for you. And I know that part of the work that I'm doing on on myself has been to be a sanctuary for all of you. And as we learn to become a sanctuary for ourselves, we can welcome other people into that space of love and joy and compassion and wake up and welcome them to that space that's inside of their own selves. And that's what's being called of the world right now. Election or no election, that's what's being called of all of us. So let's jump into our session today. A very special session called The Power of purpose, the power of purpose. And as we look at this topic today, the power of purpose, we're going to talk about how to find your purpose if you don't know it and how to tap more deeply into your purpose if you do know it. Because we're all pressing forward. We're all pressing forward into that next chapter of our lives. And so the question that I ask you is what are you pressing forward into right now? What is that part of your life that you're stepping more forward into? Is it about your body? Is it about your health? Is it about your self-love? Is it about your well-being? Is it about your relationships? It is about your job or your art or your creativity or what is it? What are we, what are you stepping forward into? And so we're gonna talk deeply. It was actually funny. I was talking to Christy, who many of you know now, and Christy Christensen. And I said, can you believe I haven't done a session on purpose? Like, and she was like, what? And I was like, I know. So today is our purpose day. And I want to start by, if you're on your phone, you probably won't be able to read this. So don't worry. I'm, I'm going to read it to us um, aloud. So what you're seeing on the screen right now is the first couple of pages, literally first page two and three from my book, Stay Woke. 
And I'm just going to read a section of this to you right now. And it's on page two and three. If you have the book, you can grab it and read along. Actually, let me open it up on the screen so I don't have to look away from you while I do it. So as I read this, I want you to listen to the words that I'm saying like a meditation. And the reason I opened this book this way, and many of, you, many of you who've listened to my album know that I even opened the album this way after here with me with very similar words, is because this is how we start to anchor into our purpose. Listen to me carefully. Listen to me carefully. We close our eyes and we can see a life we haven't started living yet. We see the people we know we were put on this earth to be, and we all know we were born to do something incredible. We can feel it inside. We can see the mother we've always wanted to be, the lover we've always wanted to be, the father, the entrepreneur, the dancer, the artist, the actor, the singer, the leader, the relationship we've always wanted, the business idea we always think about but haven't done yet. But we spend so much of our time sitting on the sidelines, just waiting for the right moment. We sit and we wait because when we were younger, somebody told us that dream that you have, that dream is not for you. It's not for you because you're too fat or too old or too ugly or too gay or you're not good enough or too skinny or too black or my favorite. People like us just don't do that. (laughs) Whatever. They told us that we weren't good enough and we believe them. And this is from the book. I have a confession to make. This is not really a meditation book. Stay Woke is is really not a meditation book, but it says, yes, I'm gonna teach you everything you need to know about meditation, but if you came looking for your typical hippie Zen meditation book, you're in the wrong place. This book is for people who are overwhelmed with obsessive thinking, for people who've been dealing with so much anxiety and stress that they have trouble sleeping at night, anyone. For people who felt ashamed, wounded, not good enough, silenced, or marginalized. For people who feel like there's something missing in their life, but can't figure out what it is. This book will help you pinpoint that wound, heal it, and use it as fuel to live the life you've always dreamed of. This book is about taking action. This book is about getting rid of that stuck feeling that's been gnawing at the back of your mind for all of those years. But most importantly, this book is for us. For us. For the people. For my black brothers and sisters, this is for you. For my LGBTQIA plus family, this is for you. For my women who've had enough, this is for you. For my starving artists and workaholic creatives, this is for you. For my conscious entrepreneurs who want to make an impact, this is for you. For those who've been discriminated against for their otherness, this is for you. For my social justice warriors and activists, this is for you. For my tree-loving planet savers, this is for you. And for all people of color and all people who are woke enough to understand why I'm even pointing that out in the first place. This is for you. This book is for us, for the people. This is for us. This is for us. And so this, this is what we're here to do. 
as we talk about this conversation of purpose today. We're not here just to, you know, philosophize about purpose or to just, you know, talk about and come inspired. It's to step into the fullness of who you were meant to be and what your soul came here to do. Are you with me? We're talking about purpose so that you can step into the fullness that is your life in every way. And I think the way that you're going to hear about purpose today might be a little bit different than you've heard it before. And even those of you who've heard me teach it before, I don't think I've taught specifically about purpose in about a year, but those of you who've heard me teach it before, I've added a few things that are a little different. So I'm really excited to kind of share this reamped up version of it with you today. And I'm with you. I see you, Shannon and Alonzo and Susan and Catherine and Ash and Emily and, and everyone who's here today. So let's get in here. Let's get in. Let's talk about defining purpose. So we, this is another one of those words. And I, those of you who've been coming to the kingdom know I've been geeking out on like word definitions lately because it's really fascinating to know where words come from. Okay. And so defining this word purpose, this word is one that we've thrown around for all the time. Oh, find your purpose, live my purpose. What's the purpose of it? What's the purpose of that? So I like to get into the etymology of this word a little bit, the meaning of where it comes from. So the word purpose comes originally from an old French word, pour poser. Okay. And pour being the beginning and poser being the second part of the word. And what this word originally comes from, if you look at pour, it means in old French, fourth. Fourth. So think about the directionality of that. Fourth. Forward. If, if many of you read the newsletter that I sent yesterday or the blog, if you didn't read the newsletter, it's on my blog on my website, talking about, you know, with even the election and all the things that are happening, we're only given the option to point right or left, right or left. Who are we pointing at? Who's to blame? Right or left. And what I propose is that we don't need to be pointing right or left anymore. We need to be pointing forward. And so what is this word fourth? have to do with purpose. Well, it talks about the energy that you are putting into your life that helps you move forward in each moment of possibility as it's created. Because I want you to think about this as I'm saying this, okay? Possibility is not something that exists, right? It's like it's, like it's the formless of form. And then as we're stepping into the truth of our life, each moment, a new possibility is becoming reality. And so when we put forth intention or what we put forth, what we're taking forward is literally creating each second, each moment of every single day. And this is not this, you know, your thoughts create your reality stuff. We know that your thoughts influence your reality. I don't think they create it. But what's important is that all of us having the intentionality of what we're putting forth affects everyone else. We're all affecting one another. This is why I don't believe in that your thoughts create your reality thing. Because if you're a, a black woman, you know, who's having birth trauma, is that her thoughts creating that? No, it's the reality of the intentionality that was put forth by colonizers that created trauma on black women's bodies so that they end up having a reality where they have birth trauma. So that it's not their thoughts, right? It's all of our thoughts all of our intentions being put forth to create the web of reality that we're all living in together. And so all of that, just in the first part, right? 
fourth. Where are you going into? And then poser, or poser, poser, I'm going to say, is to put or to place. place. And so the question when we come to this idea of purpose, to put or place forth, the question to me becomes, what are you putting forth? And from where are you putting it? Where is this coming from? That which you are putting forth, where does that originate? And where does it come from? Is what you're putting forth coming from your trauma? Is what you're putting forth coming from intergenerational trauma and the epigenetics that have been passed through? Are you putting that forth for the future generation? Is it coming from your stories? Everybody who was with Vanessa in and us last week learn about JAFs, right? That just a fucking story, I'll say it because that was Vanessa's lingo. So is it our story that we're continuing to put forth? Or is what we're putting forth coming from something greater to allow ourselves to be used? And yes, Diaris, I got time today. <laughs> and so... When we look at the word purpose, right? We, we looked at the etymology a little bit, which I love doing. And let's look now at some of the meanings of purpose. So every tradition, every religion, everybody, whether it's religious or spiritual or not, has some use of the word purpose, right? And so we've heard of the word purpose being called God's work or being called Dharma in the Hindu tradition. Your Dharma is your divine life purpose. And then we've also heard it used as your calling, right? Having some kind of a, a calling on your life. And so all the spiritual traditions talk about this. All of the, even non-spiritual traditions, science, science actually shows that people who are living with more purpose live a more happy and fulfilled life. And so if something that crosses from science to religion to alternative spirituality and everything in between talks about this one topic, that's how we know this is something incredibly important in the life of humanity. And so we're going to talk today and we're going to do a practice that's going to help you understand what your purpose is and understand even this concept of purpose in a different way than you might have ever heard about it before. I want to tell you that where we're headed right now is before we get into understanding what our purpose truly is, I need to talk to you about the three biggest lies about purpose, the three biggest misconceptions. So the purpose and the calling that is on your life, the greatest purpose and calling that is on your life, the purpose and calling that is on your life is given to you by something greater. I'm going to start right there. It's given to you by something greater. We're here at the kingdom. And so in some spaces where I'm talking about purpose at school or at, at organizations or at, at businesses, sometimes I can't go here with, with everybody, but we're here at the kingdom. And all of us here believe in some form, in some form of something greater. And so what I want you to remember is that when we're talking about purpose, we're not necessarily talking about you. We're talking about that 
force, that something greater that is pressing through you and the calling that is on your life. And each and every one of us have one, have many, have several. We all have it. And so some people think, well, I don't know if I have a purpose or I've been working this job for so long. I don't know if I don't even know my purpose anymore. What I want you to know is that if you are here, your soul has a purpose. And the greatest purpose comes when we connect in to something greater. That's why I taught, I teach about meditation. Many of you all hear you may say all the time, you know, prayer is when you're speaking to your source of higher power and meditation is when you're listening to the messages coming back to you. And so when we learn to listen, we learn to tap in to that space where we can actually hear the purpose that's trying to come through us. And so we have a lot. So let me help you refine this a little bit. And we're gonna start by talking about the three lies about purpose, big lies. And so one of the first lies that are told or misconceptions about purpose is, have you ever heard this? People say, you should always be making money doing something you love. Your job should be your passion. How many of you have heard this? Raise your hand. <laughs> no, no, this is not true. It's not true at all. I did a lot of research on this for Stay Woke. And while that's an option, there's something else. I'm gonna read this quote to you. This is from page 41 of Stay Woke. It says, although that is one possible vision, meaning the idea that you can work in your passion is one possible vision, I don't believe that's the only one. It's completely legit to work a job just for money or to pursue a career for advancement. You do not have to be working in the same field as your passion to find your work meaningful. And so don't ruin your passion by trying to squeeze money out of something that was just supposed to be casual and fun. If you have a passion for dance, you might make your living working as a teller at a bank while joining the local hip hop troupe on the weekends. The key is making dedicated space in your life for the things that you love to do, even if they don't make you any money. So how many of you Make dedicated space in your day, in your life, blocked out time for the things that you love, even if they don't make you any money. And if you're not sure even what to do, you think about what are you naturally interested in? I'm continuing in the book. What do you enjoy on your time off? What do you enjoy doing? Do you like traveling or astrology or crystals or video games or learning Beyonce choreography on YouTube? I see Beyonce's energies here with us today. All of those things. And any of those things and what you love, you can incorporate into your life on a consistent basis. And so the reason why I talk about this is because in the spiritual self-help life coachy world, it becomes oppressive to think that all of us should be working in our purpose. You could be, you don't, that's not true. That's, there's no science to back that people who are working in their purpose live happier than people who don't. Nothing. What is actually true, though, is about integrating purpose into your life. And so if you're somebody who can work in your passion and purpose, and it can give you the money that you need to live financially free and to be stable and to have what you need, great. One of the things that the studies prove, however, is that you should not be working a job that you hate. I'm, I'm, I'm saying hate strongly. You could be just kind of, well, whatever, this is fine. But as long as you have something purposeful in your life and you don't hate your job, 
You can live a life that's just as fulfilling as somebody who's living and working and breathing their purpose as what they think all day. And so this could give us freedom, right? This can give us freedom to understand that we have many ways to bring purpose into our lives and we don't have to oppress ourselves to think that it has to be a job. Now, this leads me into my second big point, okay? Leads directly into it, is this. Is some people think that your purpose is a job title. So let me really describe what I mean here. First, I'm gonna say this very clear. Your purpose is not a job title. Your life purpose is not a job title. In the colonization of our wellness and spiritual practices and of all of our lives and of our bodies, we've been taught that our purpose always has to do with producing. And so sometimes we think that our, if we're living our purpose, then we have to be creating something or making something that people can use or people can buy or a service or some art. Your purpose is much bigger than a job title, my dear. Much bigger than a job title. And I see all the love coming in from Stay Woke here. Thank you. And so what I need you to know is that your purpose is not to be a singer or a writer or an artist or a dancer or an actor or a yoga teacher or an entrepreneur or a coach. Listen, this is the key. Those are all mediums through which you express purpose. So all those job titles all those things that you hold and do and the things that have changed, those are all mediums through which you put something forth. Because if you think about it, we looked at that word, what are you putting forth, right? What are you placing forth? The word writer or artist or dancer in itself, what it is as a noun, isn't doing anything. It just is a thing, right? It's just a, it's just a thing, like a rock, right? It's just a writer is a thing. So the question becomes, what are you doing? You could be a writer and be totally off purpose, even if you like writing. So there's a deeper way to understand purpose. And so what you have to understand is that living with purpose is about infusing intentionally, infusing purpose, infusing what you're choosing to put forth into everything that you do. Are y'all hearing me? Infusing purpose into everything you do. Because again, what are we putting forth? We can put that thing forth in a lot of different ways. In our parenting, in every conversation, in everything we create, in our actions, in our sleep, in our dreams, in our writing, in our journaling, in how we're showing up in relationship with people. Okay? So listen up. I'm going to put some music on for this one. All right? Because this next one, this is the new shit. (laughs) This is going to get you. The third lie that I need you all to keep in mind. Third thing is that your purpose is not a noun. Your purpose is not a noun. So just notice what I just said. Actor, teacher, singer, this, that. Your purpose is not a noun. Your purpose is a verb. Your purpose is a verb. 
So let me get clear on this. I made something for you all this morning to give you a clear example, all right? So on the screen right now, you're gonna see I'm gonna have this little chart that's forming. So here at the front, I'm using myself as an example, and then we'll, we'll bounce it onto you so you can see how this works in your own life. I want you thinking about how this works in your own life as I'm going through this, okay? So here's me, Justin, right? And here's all the many things that, I've, that I do, right? I'm an entrepreneur. Is that my purpose? But what about, I'm also an author. Is that my purpose? I'm also a singer. Is that my purpose? I'm a speaker. Is that my purpose? I'm also a teacher. I'm teaching right now. Is that my purpose? And if I'm thinking and if I say that singing is my purpose, then does that mean when I'm teaching and I'm not singing that I'm not living my purpose? Are you following me? Because if we're saying our purpose is the noun, all these nouns, entrepreneur, author, singer, speaker, teacher, Justin, remember a noun is a person, place, or a thing. You remember that? <laughs> I remember that as a little kid, person, place, or thing. And so Justin, the noun, author, the noun, singer, the noun. So if you look at yourself, your purpose as a job title or a noun, I'm tying them all together here, then that means by that definition, then, well, if my purpose is to be a singer, then every time I'm not singing, which is 95% of the day, then I'm not living my purpose. Or if my purpose is to be an author, if I'm not doing that, then, then I'm not living my purpose. You get the point. I'm driving this home because you're going to see where we're going. And so this becomes very confusing because... When we look at our purpose as a noun, then this is always the worst question for me. So y'all see all this stuff that I do, right? Entrepreneur, author, singer, speaker, teacher. I read tarot cards for people. I coach. Like, there's so many things, right? And so somebody can say, you do all those things. And so when somebody asks me, well, what do you do? Well, if I'm trying to define it as a noun, that's really hard, right? Because then somebody asks, you know, for so many of us, the worst question that somebody can ask is, what do you do? Because it's hard to describe. Because when you say one thing, you recognize that you're limiting yourself. Like, I'm an author, but well, not really. I'm a meditation teacher, but not really. I'm this, but not really. I'm a dancer. I'm a coach. I'm a, right? Because it doesn't, the nouns don't encompass it. Just like I talked about in the newsletter and the blog that I put up this week <clears throat> on Friday about having to choose between the right and left and the Democratic and the Republican Party and there being a way through that's a new way through. When we have to look at our job titles and our purpose as a noun, then we're limiting and we're shrinking the truth of who we are into some person, place, or thing, some rock, some thing that just sits there with no action in it. And so... Think about this in your own life. Are you all following me right now? Are you following me? Okay? And so that's why sometimes before I learned this concept about noun and verb, I would hate when people ask me, what is, it, what is it that I do? Because I'm like, oh, this and this and this and this and this. And then everything changed. And I also want to say, because I talked about it, purpose not relating to your job, there's also a lot of other nouns that we use, right? So not only am I whatever I have here, an entrepreneur, an author, a singer, a speaker, and a teacher, right? But I'm also a son. My mom's here today. An uncle, an activist, a friend, a partner, you know? And then again, like, if you're not in a relationship, you know, are you, you're not a partner anymore, so you drop that noun, right? So that's what it is, right? Maybe I'll be somebody's, I'll be a partner soon. <laughs> but, but, you know, you're all these things. And so when you, when you reduce, or rather, collapse the truth of who you are into a noun 
you're missing the truth of who you are. So let's, let's look at this as you now. So up on the screen, you'll see that this is slightly changed. There is you in the middle. And then there's all these nouns. One, two, three, four, five nouns. So I want you all in the chat box to type in a few nouns that are important to you. What are the most important nouns that are related to your own life? Maybe it's that you're a mother. I know that's probably my mom's, one of her most important ones, I'm assuming. You know, maybe you're a teacher, maybe you're an activist, maybe whatever it is, use it as a noun. And I want to hear you type those in so that we can look at how we transition this into a verb so we can all dive deeper into our purpose. And so this collapsing that happens when we're a noun, you'll notice opens up completely when you're a verb. What you need to know is that those things are important, but they're not your purpose. They are all mediums through which you have an opportunity to put something forth. A medium through which you have an opportunity to express your purpose. Let me show you how you take these important nouns in your life and even all the other nouns that may not even be on your list and start living with more purpose. You ready? So the first step is this. On the left side, so on the right side, you see you and all the nouns. And on the left side, you see these little sparkles. And these little sparkles are what I've put on here to represent the formless of all forms. To represent that force. To represent whatever name you call it by. Whether it's God or spirit or the universe or science or your higher self or something greater. Here at the kingdom, we have to remember that if we're going to really express the true purpose and the true calling of our lives, then it has to be connected into that space. And so oftentimes we're just thinking of ourselves as siloed like this. We think we're alone here by ourselves trying to be and become and force and do all these things. But you have to remember, my dears, my loves, that you are not alone. You couldn't be. And so this sparkles on the side. They'll represent the word that you use for God. And I would love for you all to type in whatever word you use for God here so we can keep the list of that going. And then there's another piece, right, that connects all the dots. And that is that your spirit or your soul, whatever you want to call it, spirit, soul, as you see it, came manifesting and shooting out into the world with a purpose. That spirit, soul that you are, came to be manifested in you, through you. God, Spirit, the universe came to put, to put forth something through the Spirit that is you. And so as we connect into this, as we connect deeply into this, we see that there's all this, this possibility of creation. And from this 
infinite web of possibility of creation. God, love, Yahweh, the universe, source, creator, Godex, said, I'm creating this soul and this spirit that's going to come into manifest in the physical form as you. And then you get to shapeshift and become all these other nouns. And so where does purpose come in? Where does purpose come in? I want you to watch very quickly because everything you see on here right now is a noun. Spirit is a noun. Soul's a noun. You are a noun. And we've got all the things that are a noun. Look at this. This, the yellow, is how purpose is expressed. It comes through the universe into the unique spirit and soul and manifestation and calling and dharma that is on your life and then expresses through you and out through every medium, every noun that you are. And then you see that I have it expressing off the screen because as you then express your purpose out into the world, you're waking up that spirit of purpose in everyone else and reminding them that it's possible to be connected back to that place of something greater. And so this is the purpose that is expressed through every noun that you try to become. And so that is how we take this from noun to a verb-like entity that gets expressed and put forth through you. From God, from spirit, from the universal consciousness into the soul and spirit that is uniquely you, into this physical body that you get for about a hundred years if you're lucky, and into all the nouns that you might be. And so let this lesson today, we're going to get into our practice in a moment, let this lesson today free you from thinking that you have to come up with some catchy one-liner to define your purpose, that you have to be one thing, that if you're not being one thing, then you're spreading yourself too thin. Let it free you to actually live your purpose. So many of us are so distracted. This is a distraction. I call it the devil's meditation. So distracted trying to think about our mediums to express purpose that we actually lose sight of the purpose that's expressing through us all the time. And it's happening in the moments when you don't even realize it, when you feel the most alive, when you're looking in your kid's eyes or when I'm looking in my niece's eyes and I know that I get to be an empowering force for them. And when you're in those big moments being all those big nouns. And so in this way, yes, I can be an entrepreneur or an actor or a dancer or a singer or a yoga teacher or a coach and a son and a daughter and a mother and a father and an aunt and an uncle and an activist and a dreamer and all these things. And I can express my purpose through all of them. Through each and every one of them. So today's practice is a really fun one. All right, today's practice is one that I actually learned about a year and some change ago 
from a mentor and friend of mine named Chip Conley. And what the reason that I actually thought of doing this one today is because where I learned it was the last time I was here in Mexico, it was two years ago. The last time I was here in Mexico, I was doing a retreat with him and um, I was attending a retreat with him and he taught this practice. And I thought it was so powerful. And I'm back here in the same space right now. And I thought, oh, how perfect to bring this to the kingdom today. And so this is an adaptation of a practice from Chip Conley, who is uh, the director and the creator of the Modern Elder Academy, MEA. And so here's what you have to do. There's a question, and I want everybody to type this question in the chat box so you remember it. The question is very simple. It's what do you really do? What do you really do? And it sounds like a simple question, but we're going to do this in a way that you might not expect. Now, I'm going to give you an example. What's going to happen is I'm going to give us about 30 seconds between each time, 30 to 45 seconds. And I'm going to ask you, what do you really do? And I'm going to give you 30 seconds to come up with an answer and type it into the chat box. 30 30 seconds, maybe 45 at the most. And then I'm going to ask you again, well, what do you really do? And you're not allowed to use the same answer. You have to take it a step deeper and a step deeper and a step deeper. And I'm going to ask you five times. Now, this seems so simple, but I think you're going to be shocked at how effective and empowering this can be. And remember, we're not here to colonize your time. If you don't get it right, the final answer, you're not doing anything wrong Just explore with me today, all right? So here we go. Is the music bothering you all at all? No, okay, we're good. So this is what we're gonna get into. What do you really do? So I want you to place your hands over your heart for this practice, okay? Close your eyes. Drop into that space. And ask yourself, what do I really do? What do I really do? And then I have my little timer here. And so I'm going to give you about 30 Seconds, and I'm asking you now, the clock will start when I ask you to type in something, and it doesn't have to be perfect. You know what? Let me give you an example. Would that be helpful? I'm going to give you an example. Let's say you answered this question as when I said, What do you really do? Let's say you're, you said, Well, I'm a life coach. And then I asked you again, What do you really do? And you might say, well, I empower people to step beyond their fears. I say, okay, we're getting more verby. They say, well, what do you really do? Well, I wake people up to their purpose. Okay, well, doing that, what do you really do? I help people live into the fullness of their life. I'm just giving an example, okay? This is not mine, I'm just giving an example. Then I ask again, what do you really do? I empower, I inspire, you know, and we land somewhere towards a verb. So that's how it's going to work, okay? So you can start as surface as you want to let yourself get deeper and deeper. 
let's begin. Your first question starts now. My love, what do you really do? Your 30 seconds. I'm trying to find my phone. Just type it in. All right. Here's the next one. Going a step deeper. What do you really do? What do you really do? You can type it in as soon as you're ready. You don't have to wait for my prompt. So now we're going to the second one. Wherever you started, now let's take it deeper. What do you really do? I'm counting to 30. for me? What do you really do? This is number three. We're going to five. Take it deeper. deeper. The fourth one, getting a little more verb-like, y'all. But what do you really do? 30 seconds. seconds on this round. I love seeing this coming in. All right. The last one. I'm going to ask it in my most loving grandma voice that I got. 
let this last one be a verb or start with one at least if you can. And if you can nail it down to one, two or three words to just a verb, see what happens, but you don't have to do that. Here's your last time and let it sink in really this time. What do you really do? What do you really do? What do you really do? This is it. This is the magic. This is the magic. You love, you be, you heal the pain, you love with all your heart, you pray, you focus on essence, you inspire, you believe. You are a soul connector. You listen, lead, and design for impact. You live every day in the world we are creating. As we go, you inspire others to love. You create, you love intensely. You raise vibrations of all those around of you, around you. You hold the light, you share love, you remember, you exist. You shine the light of the radiant divine one. You love. You let your vision and voice expand. You love on your kids and granddaughters. You inspire and connect and love and share and support and empower. You grow. You act on your intentions. You encourage self-awareness and lead compassionately. You use your optimism you inspire, you transcend. This is beautiful. And so as we lead into our closing, a big question that people ask all the time is, well, what if I don't know? What if I don't, what if I don't know what my purpose is? What if I can't land on something? And I know it's a hard thing. And I hope today wasn't, that the goal of today's practice wasn't to get you to some final answer, like, this is my purpose, right? But it's to understand that you can have many purposes. And all these verbs that you're being and bringing into the world and putting forth. But what if you feel like you just don't know? Well, let me tell you one of the greatest lessons that I got on purpose, and it was from Elizabeth Gilbert. And she gave this example where she says, you follow your interests like breadcrumbs. And these breadcrumbs lead you on a scavenger hunt to your life. If anybody's read Elizabeth Gilbert's book, Big Magic, you'll, you'll know that. And so one of the things that's important, and this is the science and literature all proves this, is that it's hard to find passion in your life if you're not 
incorporating passion into your life. Now, that might sound obvious as I'm saying it, like, well, duh, right? But the really important thing that you have to remember is that what I said in the beginning about it not having to be a job, not having to be a job title, not having to work in your passion, is you have to be making dedicated time in your lives for joy and for play and for connection and for love and to the things that you're passionate about. And so if you're somebody who feels like, I don't know what my purpose is, well, the energy of purpose is wrapped in energies like joy and passion and play and motivation. And so what you have to do to start to find the energy of that purpose, if you can't find something positive or you don't know what it is, is you have to start going to have a little bit more fun. You have to start connecting back into that space of your joy. And then when you're in that space of your joy, then you notice, you use your awareness, you use your practices to then ask what verb, what energy is coming through me while I'm engaged with these things that I love. And that's how you start to get a little bit more and more clear on what these verbs might be. And somebody asked a question and said, um, how do you find my blog and newsletter? You just go to justinmichaelwilliams.com and click blog at the top and you'll see my blog. And you should be on the newsletter if you're registered from the kingdom. You should be already getting my emails. But if not, you can sign up there as well. And so for anybody who wants to learn more about living a creative life and purpose, this book is a book. It's one of the five books I recommend most. It's Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. And I have a little affiliate link here for you all too that you can use um, on Amazon. And it gives a little, you know, it gives a little love back to the kingdom when you do that. So if you use that link. So Elizabeth Gilbert's uh, Big Magic, I just put in the chat box a link. And if you're listening on the podcast, I'll put it in the show notes as well. And I, that's, it's one of the top five books I recommend to people. So let's get into your power action. The action that you're going to take forward with you as we move forward. And it's very simple and it relates exactly to what I just said. It's this. It's all you need to do with your power action. It's this week. Make me one promise. We've all been working so hard and stressing and worrying last week. One promise this week is to make sure that you schedule something you love into your calendar this week. Not that it's happening by obligation, not that it's happening by mistake. I'm gonna schedule time for passion, purpose, and play. And as you're doing that, it could be an hour, it could be 15 minutes if that's all you have, to just throw your headphones on and dance wildly in your room or anything, anything that gives you that sense of play, playing with your kids, going on a walk, anything, right? being with your art or your creativity. And if you do this, I want you to pay attention to the energy that God, spirit, Godix, the universe, the great mystery, when you're in that spirit of play, what is coming through you? What is that energy that's coming through the noun of you? And so, as we close... I want you to take a moment to think of your golden nugget for this practice. And so for many of you who are new to this, our golden nugget moment is a moment where we just close our eyes and we think of the one main takeaway. And yes, we love you, Allison. 
the one main takeaway that you want to take from this session today. You learned a lot, but I want you for your own self to put your hands over your heart, close your eyes for just a few seconds. It takes 30 to 45 seconds to commit something to the long-term memory. And just ask yourself, what is the one main takeaway that I want to take from this lesson with Justin today, this lesson at the kingdom, this lesson of purpose? Just think about it a few times, get clear. If you could only pick one, what would it be? And then whatever that one thing is, go ahead and type it into the chat box. Type it on in. And we're going to each commit to sharing that one thing with someone we love today so that each of us can become a ripple in the pond of change, spreading the waves of change into the corners of the world that only we can reach. And so if you're here and you're committed to sharing your golden nugget and you're committed to really trying to find that purpose in your life and giving yourself, Allison, I want to tell you what I'm saying here is really important. Allison, make sure that if anybody's having trouble, struggling with really finding that, then you got to do this action this week of scheduling some joy and play into your life and you'll see what unfolds. And so if you're committed Y'all know the deal. Type, I commit. I commit. And as we close out today, so let me tell you my golden nugget. It's something that is saved into my phone and that I read almost every day, especially in moments when I feel like I'm not doing enough or I'm off purpose or I'm off track. And you know, we, we all do that. Even me, I get hard on myself. You guys can believe, really, some days, my mom knows this, my my really close friends know this, I have days where I feel like, oh my God, I'm not doing anything with my life. I'm wasting my life away. I'm not doing anything meaningful. I'm not doing anything impactful. I have those days too. We all do. And so anytime I have that moment come up, I turn to this book, The Wisdom of Sundays by Oprah Winfrey, and I turn to page 174 and 175, and I'll put a link to this book in the chat for you in a moment. And I want to read to you what I read to myself. This is what it says. Some of it's here quoted on the screen and some of it I'm just going to read to you. So listen carefully. Listen to this like a meditation. This is from Oprah on page 174. As you think about what lasting fulfillment looks like in your own life, know that there is a divine force at work within all of us that has a bigger dream for you than you could ever imagine for yourself. And success comes when you surrender to that dream, to that which God is putting forth through you, and let it lead you to the next place. She continues and says, outside of my office door at Harpo Studios in Chicago, there was an elevator. And every day I rode into the studio on that elevator to tape the show. It was only one floor down and I could have easily walked, but those precious moments alone were my opportunity to set my intention to bring the very best of myself to both the guests and the audience. And I said the same prayer then that I say now before every Super Soul Sunday interview. Oprah's prayer is, use me, God. Show me how to take who I am, who I want to be, and what I can do. And use me, use me. 
for a purpose greater than myself. She continues and says, the key to realizing a dream is to focus not on success, but on service. Ask yourself, what are the gifts and talents you can share to raise the collective consciousness of all that you encounter? Making that shift from self to service will bring an immeasurable amount of fulfillment to your job and your relationships and the vision you have for your own best life. Gary Zukov brilliantly describes this as the moment you discover your authentic power. When your personality comes to fully serve the energy of its soul. You see the connection of everything we did today. When your personality, the personhood of who you are, the person that you are, comes to fully serve the energy of its soul, that is when you find your purpose. Oprah ends like this. Fulfilling your purpose with meaning is what gives you that powerful spark of energy unique to only you. The result is an electrifying current of clarity rising from the deepest part of yourself. And by tapping into that source, you will no longer feel like a salmon swimming upstream. Instead, people will finally see the highest, truest version of you and stand in awe, wondering how you achieved your dreams. This is the power of purpose. Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true, with thanksgiving, I will be a living sanctuary for you. I love you all so much. This is the kingdom, the kingdom that shines. We rise together and together we rise. Thank you for listening to the kingdom podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love for you to rate it or subscribe, but most importantly, to send this episode to a friend or to someone you love. The only way we're going to see change in this world is by each of us spreading messages of hope into the corners of the world where only you can reach. So send this today to someone who needs it. I'm sure they'll thank you for it. This is Justin Michael Williams. Signing out. I love you. And I'll meet you right here in this special place in our next episode where we rise together. <laughs>